Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. U.S. stocks closed higher last Friday, which was a reversal in the bank sell-off that rattled markets last week. So traders this week are in for another bumpy week with the banking crisis casting a shadow over markets, uh, including a Silicon Bank, Valley Bank, and Signature Bank crisis. U.S. authorities are considering expanding an emergency lending facility that would offer banks more support, including giving First Republic Bank more time to shore up its balance sheet. On other news, you also have Fed officials to be speaking about the current U.S. economy and, of course, the U.S. economic data. So all this looking to unpack, um, I have invited a guest on the show, Charu Chanana of Market Strategies of Sexo Capital Singapore, to discuss more of these um, talking points. Good morning, Charu. How are you? Uh, good morning, Willie. I'm uh, great. It's a cloudy day today and I'm <laughs> um, looking forward to start the week with you. Yeah, cloudy day seems like a representation of what's going on with the banking sector. <laughs> I mean, I just want to quickly start off here, right? I'm, I, I mean, I've been reading about the banking crisis and this has a lot of similarities with, you know, what has gone on in 2007. But I'd just like to ask here, Charu, you know, is, is there a difference, you know, between what has had unfolded during the 2007 Lehman crisis and what we are actually seeing today? with the banks. Yeah, absolutely. I think, in fact, I would say that uh, it is uh, quite different, you know, of course, because that the Lehman crisis or uh, the overall 2007 crisis was actually, um, you know, stemming from uh, those subprime loans and, you know, the housing sector. Mm-hmm. But uh, we don't have any such underlying issues um, at the moment, at least, you know, from what has come out so far. Uh, it was just basically, you know, if you consider SVB, it was just basically a fear of the depositors that they won't be able to withdraw their money mm. because of the losses that the bank was recording. And that's why we had the bank run that we had. Um, whereas if you look across the pond, uh, you know, in Europe, whatever happened with credit fields, I think that's again a very one-off issue that had been brewing for many years. Mm. So I, I, I would, you know, I mean, not probably want to uh, go back and compare it to that. I mean, I hope we don't get the crisis of that level and these uh, <laughs> issues don't turn out to be systemic issues as it was at that point in mm. time. Do you think then, I mean, I just want to just follow up with this question then, do you think, right, um, is this a Lehman moment today based on what you have just shared? Uh, you know, like I said, I think um, it is something that we need to monitor. It is something that obviously the markets are being very vulnerable, very fragile about at the moment. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think uh, I still don't see any systemic risk. So I wouldn't really call it a Lehman moment uh, as of now. Mm. And interestingly, you know, with the SVB, with Signature Bank and First Republic Bank, you know, coming under pressure, uh, we are also seeing the bigger banks. I mean, for example, we have Credit Suisse being bought over by UBS just a week ago. And right now, just last Friday, we have Deutsche Bank shares, you know, plummeting about 14% at one point, right? So why do you think here that Deutsche Bank's CDS or credit default swaps have spiked? Uh, so, yeah, again, you know, I think it is basically just the nervousness of the markets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the fears actually started um, when Deutsche Bank said that it will redeem a tier two subordinate bond early. Uh, now, usually such moves are usually intended to give, you know, some confidence to investors and the strength of the balance sheet that they're able to hold that bond and kind of, you know, redeem it. Mm. Uh, but it was just, again, you know, the markets are in such a sensitive mode right now that the CDS spiked up and then the stock price launched 14%, as you said. And it also, you know, kind of took some of the other banks down with it. Commerce Bank, Stock Chain, they were all in hefty declines as well on Friday. Mm. And... 
We have analysts on the street as well. I mean, they were also quite puzzled, you know, because they look at the German bank has had 10 straight quarters of profit and strong solvency and liquidity positions. So, you know, is this something which you agree with the analysts or do you have a differing view here? Uh, so we don't uh, really, you know, analyze individual uh, stocks or bags, uh, you know, but I mean, I think, again, yeah, the sense is that uh, the Deutsche, uh, I mean, there have been no lingering concerns in Deutsche Bank as they as was the case with Credit Suisse, right? Mm-hmm. But like uh, we saw with SVB, like I said, it wasn't particularly an issue. It was obviously there was a little bit of a mismatch in their assets and liabilities, which created that banking is such a business. If you do have these fears propel however strong your underlying strength might be you could still get into trouble Mm. now moving ahead to kickstart the week on the monday morning what economic data or what are you looking out what are you watching out for the week ahead Uh, so markets are kind of totally ignoring the economic data right now and Mm -hmm. i think that will be the case at least in the first part of the week because we don't have anything substantial coming up Mm -hmm. Uh, but i think one thing that has been reaffirmed on friday last week was that inflation still remains top of mind you know Uh, one of course we saw the fed hike rates by 25 basis points and ecb also earlier hike rates by 50 basis points so that's proof that central banks are still worried about inflation but uh, more importantly on friday we had a host of fed speakers you know most importantly bullard who also kind of continued to emphasize the fact that financial stress could potentially abate but inflation remains uh, uh, their key uh, priority right now so having that in mind i think this week will it will be really important to see how some of the key inflation metrics you know uh, where they land so mm. especially in us we have the pce data which mm. is the inflation metrics that the Fed tracks closely. So where does that go? And also similarly in Europe, we have the flash uh, March uh, CPI. Uh, so I think that will be of keen interest as well. Mm. How do you think right now, you know, with the banking crisis here, how do you think it has impact on some of the sectors in the markets? I think I would take that, you know, in two separate parts. One, if you see what's happening in the market since the start of the month or more so since this SVB crisis started off, we see a very clear divergence between, say, bank stocks as well as the tech stocks. So investors are actually flocking to big tech stocks, you know, because of two things. One, because yields are falling. So obviously the valuation of these tech stocks becomes a lot favorable. Mm -hmm. Uh, But two, also because of the flight to quality, these tech stocks are the ones, you know, the big tech, at least the cash rich companies, low debts, low, you know, vulnerability to kind of any bank failures, I would say. So I think what that means for the recovery in the tech sector, which was obviously quite beaten down uh, last year uh, because of these Fed rate hikes, bets, I think that is something certainly that is key to monitor. But more importantly, I would say, you know, real estate, especially in Europe, I think that's something that we have our eyes on, you know, whether it could be the next shoe to drop really, mm. because, you know, what's really happened is there were years of low interest rates in Europe, which has obviously increased house prices a lot. Yep. And uh, with ECB now raising rates, uh, you know, borrowing demand, getting a big hit. And if we do see some of those home builders getting impacted now, it could really be the next amplifier of risk for banks and the overall market as well. Mm. I have with me Charu Chanana, market strategist at Saxo Capital Singapore. Thank you so much, Charu, for coming on the show today. And I hope to also hear from you soon. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.
To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.